Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is a Monday night. Hello to you. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there is never a fee unless we get money for you. Super Bowl is set. San Francisco 31, Detroit, or San Francisco 34, Detroit 31, KC 17, Baltimore 10. We'll get into a lot of that as we push forward. 412-928-9370. Hit me there or on Twitter. That's brought to you by South Hills Kia. Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Jeff Hathorne in one hour to discuss a very weighty news gathering event that he was in today so we will talk to Jeff about that as he was invited in it is an invitation only event you got to get a special invitation from the Steelers uh, public relations department and Jeff is on that list that VIP list every single year so we'll talk about that we will hear from it though right now this is where we start and it's so great to have you on a Monday as now the uh, the Super Bowl is set but this is where we start with Art Rooney II and what he had to say, a few things, uh, what he had to say a little bit earlier as I just kicked over this garbage can that's under the table. What is going on? Oh, I'm all in a tizzy already, and it's 6.05. How am I going to make it to 10.35? So here's one of the things that jumped out at me. I'm not being negative. I'm just trying to figure out the lay of the land. Art Rooney II here on... The quarterback. We still feel good about Kenny and, and uh, uh, where he can go. Uh, obviously, he does need to take another step, and and, uh, and that's an important component of the next coordinator, making sure he helps Kenny take the next step. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Kenny's, uh, you know, we, we still feel, feel comfortable with Kenny. But, you know, that being said, uh, you know, you can't discount what Mason did and can't discount the fact that, you know, having competition uh, will be good for everybody. And uh, I think Mike feels that way, and we all feel that way. So, you know, I'd, I'd say there's still more to come to see who's who's in the room on, on the quarterback room when we start camp this summer. All right, very interesting from Art Rooney II, what he said about the quarterbacks. I heard Chris talking about this in particular a little bit earlier, and I agree with Chris 100%, Chris Muller, that is, that Art then went on to highlight the intangibles in – the things that he saw in Kenny Pickett at Pitt are the things that are still his strengths. And all the stuff that he saw and the reason that he came uh, and became a Pittsburgh Steeler, he still really likes that. And they were intangibles, he said. Well, doesn't the point come, and aren't we at that point, where right now, at the very least, we've got to get to the point where we say, those tangibles have to at least be equal, if not surmount, the intangibles. And maybe, maybe it's just this. Now, I'm not calling for people to give up on Kenny Pickett, although I don't know if I would have or not. But it feels like a continued loathing of an inability to just come out and say, maybe we made a mistake. 
No organization is going to admit that publicly. No organization is going to say, yeah, we drafted the wrong guy. They're going to give him another shot with another offensive coordinator, it looks like. But this just doesn't have the right feel to it. It doesn't. It doesn't have the right feel, and it's never really had the right feel. There had to have been not incremental but exponential gains this year, and they're just not there. And what I hear in Mr. Rooney's voice right there is exasperation, a way in which it feels like, okay, we thought this guy would grow. Now, other people are the scapegoats. Other people are the reasons not. And he's getting one more old college try with an offensive coordinator who is yet to be named. That one was a surprise, kind of, not totally, but it still stuns me how much, maybe they're just saying this, but how much that they entrust Kenny Pickett with this franchise. I wanted Art to come out, and maybe it's just a hope, maybe it's a dream, and something probably that would never happen, and say, in full form, we're having a quarterback derby, damn on contracts, who cares who's a first-rounder, it's wide freaking open, because... He did say in another breath, we didn't get enough from the quarterback room. So there is that. That's one of the, for me, the big takeaways. A gigantic takeaway from me. It used to be really, really hot on Kenny Pickett. Now it's kind of tepid on Kenny Pickett. But I think it's tepid and a little bit lukewarm because an inability of the franchise to simply come out and say, "Um, you know what? We drafted the wrong guy. But so many people are being scapegoats here. Matt Canada being a scapegoat, the system being the scapegoat. I don't know what it's going to take for people to look at this internally and say, this ain't it. Maybe it's just one more chance this year. Something else here, something else here just jumped off the page whenever I was listening to Art the Second. And by the way, like I said, we'll talk to Jeff Hathorne, who was in there. That's coming up at 7 o'clock. And it is this, when it comes down to the offensive coordinator, the balance of power in the organization right now, who is offensive coordinator list, and how they will come to a conclusion on how to fill that void. Number one, to be clear, it's Mike's hire. You know, head coaches hire their coordinators, and, uh, you know, I think it'd be a mistake for me to try to, to uh, you know, screw up the lines of authority, let's say, in terms of how, how things are supposed to work. You know, that being said, we, you know, we, Mike and I talk every day. Omar talks every day, you know, sharing ideas, but, you know, that's got to be Mike's hiring. And I think Mike identified, you know, we want somebody that, uh, you know, has some experience uh, and, uh, you know, somebody that has, you know, let's say a track record that, that we can look at and feel comfortable with. And uh, so, you know, those are the things that Mike, Mike uh, is looking for. I'll be more firm here. That's not what I wanted to hear. I didn't want to hear, nor would he ever say and come out and say, I'm taking command of this. I'm doing it. It's my hire and I'm taking it out of his hands. But how many bad hires does Mike Tomlin need to make on the offensive coordinator situation for the owner to step up and say, hey, we can have a caucus about this. We can meet about it. We can knock some ideas around. But I have veto power. I The last thing I wanted to hear today, and look, I don't mean to be negative, but the Steelers season was not a positive. The last thing I wanted to hear today were the first words of that answer. It's Mike's hire. And then, even more so, I didn't want to hear a doubling or tripling down of experience, like right here. That being said, we, you know, we, Mike and I talk every day. Omar talks every day, you know, 
sharing ideas, but you know that's got to be Mike's hiring. And I think Mike identified, you know, we want somebody that uh, you know has some experience. Why is that? Why is that the case? Now I thought we were away, and I am not a fan of Arthur Smith, but I thought we were getting away from retreads for the sake of having retreads. I thought that maybe, just maybe, until Mike Tomlin came out and said he would prefer, it wasn't a must, that offensive coordinators have play-calling experience. Is that really necessary? What if you're a maverick? What if you're somebody who is second-in-command in an offense like San Francisco's, but you've never really called plays? Or what if you're somebody that is in a different organization and you're doing great things on offense, but you've never called plays before? I sure hope the Pittsburgh Steelers don't clam up here and say, that guy never called plays. He has every other box checked that we wanted to check. So I just we can't do it, though, because he's never called plays. Now is the time more than ever for the Pittsburgh Steelers to hire that un-Steeler-like guy. I thought this thing was drifting and floating and actually skyrocketing towards a place that I really liked. So, Art trusts Mike Tomlin to hire the next offensive coordinator. Maybe he's just saying that publicly. I hope he's just saying that publicly. But I don't know why Mike Tomlin would trust Art to hire, excuse me, why Art would trust Mike Tomlin to hire the next offensive coordinator. The track record isn't good. The results haven't been good. And let's be frank with this. Without Mason Rudolph saving their ass over the past three or four weeks of the season, this was an offense that the tail, the big tail, the gigantic story was this. Can you believe how feeble the offense was? How much did we talk and how many times did you call 412-928-9370 over the course of the season and say, I can't believe how bad the offense is? We sometimes are way caught up in recency bias, and this is one of those times. The offense is not fixed because a three-week span at the tail end of the season got it together by a backup quarterback going in there and slinging it a little bit around the yard. That doesn't mean that it's fixed. And man alive, I hope that Art II doesn't regress back to the safe person, the one that is... Arthur Smith that wants to run the football a bunch. And I know what Tannehill did a couple different years, but that was predicated on having a hammer running back and one that was one of the best in the game, if not the best in the game, at power running that football. I'm not so sure that Najee Harris is that guy week after week. This feels like a soft launch after we were excited, after we had that carrot dangled, after we had some big names in here that had forward-thinking ideas to get Arthur Smith in here in a guy who is just a ho-hum, meat-and-potatoes kind of guy who really isn't going to push the offense forward. It is the last thing the Pittsburgh Steelers need. It's the first thing maybe they think they need, but the last thing they need in Arthur Smith. It is 614. Hello. Time to stop blindly paying for those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you. I have a question for you. I saw that someone was proposed to at the Penguin game. I just saw this on Channel 2, right? It's on the Channel 2, uh, 6 o'clock news. They're highlighting it. I don't know if they talked to the people. I think Bubba 
from our sister station right down the uh, right down the hall here, Star 100.7, was there. I think it was just like a couple feet away at the game seeing this happen. When those things happen, I'm not calling anybody liars, but and I'm not even saying they're stretching the truth, but I will say this. When you see those things, when people are proposed to at very public places, and especially ballparks, like a hockey game or a baseball game or a football game, do you think that's all ironed out beforehand? My skeptic light goes off above my head, like in the cartoons when the bulb goes off on top of somebody's head. Mine goes off, and I say, I don't think anybody would do that cold. I think it's all sorted out beforehand. I think that you can, and it, and it's a, a, essentially some acting because there is so much at risk, or at the very least, there may have been times where the lady who is proposed to, or whatever, same-sex marriage, who cares? The person who is proposed to says yes in the moment, and then afterwards, when they are walking out or when they get home, say, hey, like, look, I couldn't do that to you in front of everybody. Uh, that was, it was a non-binding agreement, right? Well, we didn't really sign any contracts or whatever. We're going to put that on hold. I just did that all for show. Does anybody else think that or am I, I'm not like tinfoil hat guy or whatever, but it just feels like I don't, because I don't, I don't know if people really want to be put on the spot like that in front of so many people. That's always so odd to me. Your call's coming up next, 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. Of course, we'll talk some Dan Campbell. Did he screw up? Did he screw up bad? Did he screw up at all? Is this a Super Bowl matchup that you want? And what jumped out at you with Art the Second today in the stuff that you heard? Uh, yes, we will take your calls next, 412-928-9370 here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That weather that Greg McAtee says it's 21 degrees and there's up to an inch of snow tonight has honestly been playing since last like two Thursdays ago, I, I think. 
Crazy. I don't know. I wonder how many people hear it and still think every night that there is a chance for 21-degree weather and an inch of snow. I don't know. Maybe he's got them all fooled. There's because there's, it's just not current. I don't know. I don't know. It just keeps playing. I. It's to the point where it's actually comedic at this point. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Oh, this Dan Campbell stuff, which we'll get into sporadically throughout the night, and we'll hear from Dan Campbell a little bit later. Now, if I were Dan Campbell, I would have attempted the field goal, especially the first one, because if they attempt the first one and miss it, then they probably don't attempt the second one because the kicker's in the jar. But anyway, let me continue here. If I were Dan Campbell, I would have attempted the field goal. No question. But there's a really screwy narrative out there. The narrative and verbiage that he didn't take the three points is totally misguided and mind-numbing in sports talk and in just fans talking and on social media. He didn't take the three points. Now, he should be totally criticized for not attempting the field goal. But it was far from automatic. It's not an automatic endeavor. It wasn't a 28-yarder with Justin Tucker kicking. It, he made the wrong decision. But people who just are like, put it on the board, three points, let's go. It's not that. Again, I would have attempted the field goal. But people that act like it's just three points in your back pocket, especially because of who that kicker is, and if you really look deep at his history, especially outdoors what he's been, he hasn't been great. This notion that you just line up for a kick in the NFL, anything beyond 35 yards for a guy that's shaky in the playoffs or whatever, and it's just you know points on the board, is false. Not saying I wouldn't have attempted it, but we go, we just make assumptions way too much six on the mound hi sick hey turbo thanks for taking my call i wanted to talk a can little you, Arthur. can we can we um go back to the beginning of this conversation sir sure what would compel you to call me turbo turbo you'll hear it in a second no i'd like to know oh. now because i i'm not comfortable um you know moving along with this conversation it's a new nickname that I'm trying out. Well, I don't I'm, like it. I'm using it on people where they're not sure if I'm calling them, if I'm using it, like, to make fun of you or if I'm using it because I like you. Which is exactly the point. Um, why don't you just make your point? All right, Turbo, here it is. See ya. 412-928-9370. Ted is on the mount. I know him. He's much more um, polite. Hi, Ted. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Hey, there you go. Hey, real quick about uh, in the second in the statements. Um, look, three points. One, you all let Mike Tomlin, who screwed up the offensive coordinator two times, to pick the third one. I, I don't get it. Number two, he says he wants Mason Rudolph back, and he believes in Kenny Pickett, which to me means you don't have a quarterback. Number three, and this is to me most disturbing. You say he's tired of losing the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Where has he been for the for the for last decade? I, I I just don't get it. I think this organization's in trouble. Oh, the organization has been in trouble for a while because they this was and, and listen to this here too. 
the on-the-field learning is something that you can expect progress from more so than intangibles. I mean, intangibles, you sort of either have them or you don't. And so, uh, you know, his ability to develop, uh, you know, be able to see the field and read defenses quickly, those are things you can develop with experience. And, you know, I think you, you look around the league, you see that happening with young quarterbacks who first couple of years they're kind of finding their way and then all of a sudden third or fourth year in they you know it clicks and so that's that's what you need to see okay but it flies in the face of everything that was told to us by the organization it really does this organization is spinning its wheels in the mud and I'll tell you exactly why because while Kenny Pickett did have those intangibles, leader, all that kind of stuff, heady guy, coach's son, even though his dad's not a coach, but you know what I mean. He was like a Duke point guard is how it was phrased. But it was also this, whenever he was drafted, that he was the most NFL ready. He was the most plug-and-play ready. That's why the Pittsburgh Steelers decided on drafting him. That kind of stuff, to read defenses, to be ahead of the game – that kind of stuff didn't take a ton of tutelage. It was supposed to be innate. It was supposed to be ingrained. And it was supposed to be just right there on a rocket ship into the NFL game. Now we're making excuses for the guy a couple years in. And that's why I think Ted on the Mount hit it spot on. They are in a bad place in terms of the trajectory of this organization. It's going to come out where they wasted a couple years trying to figure out Ben's successor. There is no question. And it's better, and that's why I've talked myself into this. I really did throughout the day. It's better to just break it all back down now, have a true quarterback competition, and if somebody else ends up being the number one quarterback to start the season, so be it. You play out next year with Kenny Pickett as your backup, and then you let him go and you let him walk, and you keep him around right now as an insurance policy in the backup. 412-928-9370. That's 412-928-9370. And there's also this about Tomlin that Art said. You know, I think the players still respond to Mike, and that's number one. He, he still has the, the key characteristics uh, that we saw when we hired him. Uh, he, he can uh, keep the attention of a group of 20-year-olds for a whole season, and, and you know, keep them in the fight for the, you know the whole way. Uh, so, uh, you know, still feel good about Mike. Uh, obviously, if I didn't, would would make a change. But you know, if if we didn't think Mike was uh, able to, to lead us uh, to a championship, uh, you know, he wouldn't be here. And that's that's why he's here. Can I ask you something at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero? And I don't want to make this negative. I don't because I think if they hire the right offensive coordinator, we'll forget about some of this stuff before the season starts, and then maybe play this game all again next season. But I think this offensive coordinator hire is very important, at least in terms of making people forget about what just happened. But let me ask you something about Mike Tomlin. Because what Art said right there, he said, lead a group of young men into the fire and stuff like that. It's not, it's not at this point seemingly ever about football acumen or what he does on game day or any of that. Let me ask you something simply. And I want feedback on this. I want your calls or I want you to hit me on that text line. If I said to you I gave you a blank sheet of paper and you could just write down one fact, one sentence, maybe even a couple sentences, and the question was this, what is Mike Tomlin right now? What is Mike Tomlin's strongest attribute as a coach? What is his main thing? What's his one thing? Like here at Odyssey. What is his main thing? 
What would you write down? Would you write down that he motivates people? Would you write down that he's a defensive coach and good at that? Like, I, because generally, if you're a good coach and a very good one, you probably would get a lot of the same results. And this is what I'm getting at. I bet I could give a sheet of paper to 50 people. And firstly, first of all, I don't know if 50 people, if 10 of them would write something down that was a practical application coaching thing, right? That was a Sunday at 1 o'clock thing, and this is his strongest attribute. At some point, that's got to be it, right? The second is this. If I gave that sheet of paper to 50 people and said, write down his number one attribute, his strongest thing, I don't know how many repeat answers I would get. How many people would all write the same thing down? And I think if you're a great coach in this league and you are somebody who should still be kept around, one of those two things, if not both of those things, should be happening. One, a fair amount of people should be looking at your in-game acumen and saying, this is a real strong thing. At least half the people out there, if not way more, should be saying, what he does on game day by doing this is really, really good. Calling plays, figuring out defenses, adjusting in-game, halftime adjustments, adjusting the – all that stuff. That would, And the second is – an identifiable quality that veins through a lot of people who watch football or know about football. You take any really good coach and you'll get a lot of those same answers where a lot of people look at it and go, oh, I don't have to think that hard. This is his calling card is generally a term we would use or something like that. In the year 2024 right now, what is Mike Tomlin's calling card? It's probably what Art just said there, so I'm not going to criticize Art. But he answered his own question and damned himself and the organization. He gets young men to be ready for the fire. What is that? I love Art. I think Art gets a bad rap sometimes in town. I do. But when that is the strongest answer about why you're keeping the guy around, I don't know if he should be kept around. That is one of those motivation things That is one of those get-the-team-ready things. That is one of those Thursday-at-practice things. And that's not good enough. Then let me introduce you to Dan Campbell, whose team is on a much better trajectory, even though he blundered yesterday in the NFC Championship game. One, he got to the NFC Championship game. Two, we saw what happens when you're not a great in-game acumen coach. You lose your mind and you do something like you did, and the field goal stuff happens. But three... Back to the positive and why Dan Campbell's a much better coach than Mike Tomlin. Look at his staff. He normally delegates power to the real important stuff on his staff and gets you to a point to where you can forget about the fact that he's not a great in-game acumen coach by assembling a very good staff. And that's what Dan Campbell did. Dan Campbell looked around the, the room and said, I better provide myself with smoke and mirrors because I am not this whiz. Mike Tomlin's inability to inability to have any sort of uh, look at himself and say, I need to surround myself with great coaches, 
has been one of his big downfalls or one of his big impediments, I should say, as to why they can't get to another place. And now you have the owner today sort of buying into that, validating it, and saying, that's good enough. The guy right now in Mike Tomlin, he motivates him and he gets him ready and he gets ready to send them off into the fire and they are prepared like that. That's just not good enough. I heard a lot of things with Art the Second talk today, and that one, it just made me say, you're answering a question that should be a glaring positive, actually with a negative. Your call's next, 412-928-9370. Coming up on that 50-minute uh, mark, that's in about 14 minutes from now, brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, I saw that proposal. It was just on the news from the PPG Paints Arena. I'll take your calls in a minute. If you're on hold, stay there. I got a text here from somebody. Well, a message. Says, hey, Colin, I don't want to call in, but I did propose to my wife in the old Civic Arena during a Pens game. She said, yes. No discussion before. Had three rows of seats, the family bought. I thought that might have given it away, but she was very surprised and said, yes. Last home Pens game, fan appreciation night, way before smartphones, no picks. Good job by you. And that person knows who they are that sent me that message. But it's my thought. That's such a risky endeavor. I wonder how many people. One of two things. Either it's a put-on to where they had it already lined out before they actually did it, or two, the woman or whomever, I don't, you know, come on, it's 2024, that they leave and they get home and they go, I said yes because I didn't want to embarrass you in front of 17,000 people or whatever, so we're actually going to put this on hold. Um, Yeah. I, I wonder if that ever happens. I seem to think that it does. Because just getting down on a knee and proposing to somebody cold in front of a gigantic sporting venue like that, I w- it's, it, it feels like there might be some people who would be put off by that. Anyway, Paul's in Lebo. Hi, Paul. I asked a question about Tomlin before we went to break, and I just wonder what his, his main attribute is at this point. Hi, Colin. Great show as always. Uh, 
Regarding Tomlin, Colin, if if you haven't won a playoff game in 13 years, you don't have any strong attributes. Well, he's won he's won three playoff games in 13 years. They've not won one in seven. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, his his coaching staff is is a really incompetent. If if you let Terrell Austin or Eddie Faulkner or that line coach go, nobody will be bidding down the door to hire these guys. Well, I don't know if that's the case. With nobody, you're right. Nobody will be beating down the door to hire those guys. You're, you're right about that. You're right about that. The one thing that I do that I am at odds with though is when people say the jobs with the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't appetizing. They certainly are appetizing, right? They absolutely are. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I do wonder if we're in a place where the Steelers are waiting on Clint Kubiak to be out of the playoffs, and then it ends up being him from the 49ers. I sure hope it is. Listen, I'm just going to tell you, and it's nothing personal. It just is what it is. Arthur Smith ain't the guy. Arthur Smith, he ain't it. He's Ray Sherman. He ain't the guy. We don't need that in town. We don't want that in town. And that ain't the answer. That's a guy that's boomeranged right off being a head coach that is just looking for a landing spot. He's going to want to try to run the ball far too much, and there's not going to be a nice enough evolution of the offense. And because of where he is on his career trajectory, just losing a job, this is a reclamation project for Mike Tomlin, and the guy's going to be subservient to Mike Tomlin. It's so it just it doesn't work from a dynamic standpoint. No, 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 and no is the answer. Paul's in Monroeville. Hi, Paul. Hey, uh, I got a question for you. The uh, you know you're familiar with uh, in business that the third generation is usually uh, third generation family owner usually is uh, times up, times well, out. People say that, but I like I've not seen the data or whatever. We just assume it to be true. Well, I've been in, in the business world for, well, 35 to 38 years, depending on what you count. But anyhow, I've seen it multiple times. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take your word for it. But, like, people say, and it rolls off people's tongues, I just I, – I don't know that to be true. But we'll we'll assume it to be true for the sake of this conversation. Yeah, I think you're, I think he definitely shows disinterest. Um, you know, uh, it's just a business. It, it's strictly a business. As long as he's – it's turned into the pirates, as long as he's making money. Well, it is what it is, and there's no hunger there for another Super Bowl ring. Um, you know, they're on top right now. Maybe that'll change after the 49ers win. Well, I, you know, there's a difference between disinterest and a goal and an aim being different than what the fans want. And I think that's the disconnect. Like, listen right here. I think there's an urgency. I think everybody, you know, from myself to Mike to – Guys that have been on the team for a while, you know, TJ, Cam, you know, everybody, uh, you know, we've, we've had enough of this. You know, it's, it's time to, to get some wind. It's time to take these next steps. And, and uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, I think there's some urgency here for sure. Art's not disinterested. And don't take this as me sticking up for his process. I'm just explaining his process. But I do take up for him when people say he's disinterested. Art II is very much interested in the results of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it does bother him that they're not more successful. But his success continuum is different than a fan or a season ticket holder or someone else. He is not a Super Bowl or bust guy. He is not a 
guy that says we got to make the AFC championship every year or it's a failure. Even though his coach says we need to chase championships. Even though the guy next to you at the bar stool says, what? They don't win the Super Bowl? They stink. Like, I lean toward that too. But Art is a guy that says we never have four win seasons. We never draft second or third in the draft. We never have a total bomb. And we play all games of consequence. You never have the Pittsburgh Steelers that play in week 16 or 17 or whatever, and they're eliminated from contention. It just never happens. And by virtue of that, him being a businessman, him being a pragmatic thinker, him being an attorney, and the way that he is and the way that he's wired, he views that as success. That frustrates the hell out of people, and I'll tell you why. In order to be a true, I think, a real, true, successful owner of any sports franchise, in any of the major sports right now, you need to be willing to say, unloosen your tie a little bit, have a, a, a sip of bourbon, and say, screw it. I don't care. I don't care if we lose 150 million bucks this year. We're doing this, this, this. Now, it's different in a cap league. I get that. But you need to be willing to have that mentality. Go for it. Trade. Make a big trade. Do something huge. And in this league, say, I don't care if we win three games three years from now. We're going big. And like right now, it never even would enter into Art's thought process to make a gigantic trade and try to move up to get one of the big quarterbacks. There are some owners where they'd go, oh, like if Mark Cuban owned the football team, right? If Jerry Jones was in the same situation that Art is in, or even fire a coach, it would never in, enter into his thought process because he says, oh, what's totally wrong other than the postseason results? We're aligned in a position to get us those postseason results. It's just one game that's kind of not going our way at the end of the season. You and I think differently. You and I want more. You and I demand more a lot of times. That doesn't make Art disinterested. And that's where I will go to bat for him. He has a different and a much different way of looking at things, and it frustrates the hell out of us. He would be great, absolutely great, to hire as your attorney. Somebody who, don't act rash. Don't act rash. We'll need to figure this out. We're going to chart out this whole estate, and then you're going to be able to get this and this and this. Just let some steam blow off. Figure it out. I'll talk to all the parties involved, and I'll get back to you in a week. But don't do it. That's how he thinks. That's how he is. And that's exactly how he runs this franchise. But it doesn't mean he's disinterested. But back to the question at hand at 412-928-9370, Mike Tomlin and why he still is the guy, that's a lot of the reason that Art looks at it and says, okay, he puts us in a position from a franchise standpoint to be right there. I don't agree with it. I don't think that's good enough. I think there needs to be playoff wins. But for the first time today, at the very end of this, I heard a different art right in here. You ready for this? Right in about here. Take these next steps. And, and uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, I think there's some urgency here for sure. That was different. That was different. 
when he spoke of urgency. He had not said that the past few years. Mark's in the car. Hi, Mark. Yeah. Hey, uh, are you talking about Bob Nutting or are you talking about the Roonies? I'm talking about oh, Art, Art the Second, oh, sir. It sounds like I just got in the car and it sounds like no, you're talking about Bob Nutting. No, see, you didn't just get in the car and you're like trying to play games. Like you didn't no, hear exactly I mean, what I, mean, I said. I like if you want to have think... a conversation, we can have a conversation. Well, I, I am having a conversation. Or this, this, this owner is more interested in just being 500, making money, and he's good. If you're not, if you're not all in to win a Super Bowl, if you're not all in, then you're not a good owner. That, is, that isn't a good. That's Bob Nutting. No, that's all it is. Bob Nutting never would have went out and got Minka Fitzpatrick. Bob Nutting wouldn't oh, wait, have. Wait, 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 wait. Bob Nutting got uh, Marlon Bird, and he got uh, he got some people once in a while. He got players. Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Come on. Do you think this guy actually? What does what does he care about more? Being relevant every year or winning Super Bowls? Oh, I think I think that he thinks. Here's the difference. I think that Art thinks that the recipe is just a couple games away. I don't think that Art, or excuse me, I don't think that Bob Nutting can make any valid point that the recipe that he has served is just a couple games away. You think the Steelers are a couple games away from being? I didn't say that. I said Art thinks that. Listen, I didn't say. You can't hear. You can't hear. I can hear hear very well, Colin. If he thinks that there's something majorly wrong with that's the uh, way he runs his business. I have said. Apparently, you just got in the car 50 times. Well, then you lied. Well, yeah, okay. I was fibbing, Colin. I didn't lie. Right. Sorry. Okay. 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 Well, then listen to me because I've said 50 times that I don't agree with running a business like that, nor do any Pittsburghers really, but that's the way that Art runs his business. What do you want to do, Mark? Fire the owner? No, I'm just saying he's not a good owner. We can't fire Bob Nutting. He's a horrific owner. The, the owners we got now for the Steelers and the Pirates, their number one thing is not winning championships. See, I don't dis- I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. Art the second doesn't look at the landscape and say, I want to not win a championship. He doesn't. He actually thinks, and I know this, that the way he has drawn up will somehow break through and get there. Staying the course, staying the course, staying the course. It's like that guy that sits at the blackjack table and keeps playing the same number, the same way, the same way. And at the end of the night, he sat there for seven hours and he made 15 bucks. That's the way that he runs his life. Again, Mark, I can't express this anymore. I disagree with that tactic. I want to see many more chances taken. That's how this man is wired. That's how he is. And I've said this a million times in the past. For him, he's okay because he found the one coach in existence who at this point in 17 years in kind of feels the same way. We have a shot at the single elimination tournament. We're always there at the end. The things didn't go – but. What both of those guys just said, Tomlin, the way he was humbled at the end of his, uh, at the, at, during his um, postseason, or during his news conference just a couple days ago, and Art talking about urgency right now, it's so much different than the verbiage we've heard the last couple years. Honestly, I don't agree with the way that Art's running the organization. I want to see way more chances taken. Hell, I'd think about trading TJ Watt right now. I absolutely would. 
That would never cross his mind. I think about doing all – Kenny Pickett, if I was the owner, would never play another game for me. Ever. That couldn't be more divergent to where Art is right now. But he sees it as we make our way into the playoffs, we never have a losing season, we never hit rock bottom, and we're just a couple couple snaps, a couple plays here and there away from getting a playoff win, and that puts us into next week, and then we could get a playoff win there. That's the way he sees it, and I don't agree with it. And Bob Nutting isn't even close to that stratosphere. Jeff Hathorne, next, top of the hour. He was in with uh, Mr. Rooney today, and we will talk to him. Fan weather right now brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. 2024 starts with great incentives on Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. And visit sunchevy.com. Tonight, cloudy, low of 30. And uh, on Tuesday, mostly cloudy skies. Chance of light snow Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. High of 47, low 37. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.